Yo, yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Visionary Focus Podcast. Today, we've got Tristan in the building. What's going on, man? I'm doing good, bro. Uh, thanks for having me, bro. It's been a long time coming. Excited to to get this pod popping, bro. Let's get it. Yeah, I've been, I w- I've been trying to get this guy on the pod for a minute now. So <laughs> it's, it's good to have you on the, on the podcast. You've been quite busy. I've actually been able to see your journey as well. Um, the past couple months, even a year or so, because we've been in contact with for a while. Um, mm-hmm. So sick to have you on. And uh, yeah, man, for the people that don't know, uh, Tristan, when I think of this guy, I think of you, the YouTube, the go-to YouTube guy when it comes to long-form uh, content. So um, for the people that might not know you, you mind just giving a little bit, you know, of info on your background, you know, what you do, and we'll just kind of go from there to Yes, sir. So my name is Tristan. Uh, basically, right now I'm running a YouTube agency. Been doing this for almost a year now. Kind of found up, found out about Money Twitter almost a year ago, and uh, actually Viz is like the one of the first people that hit me up and DM me like back when I first got onto Money Twitter, and like he's been like he said, bro, he's been telling me to get on this podcast since back then. But uh, I wanted to like really build this YouTube agency out and kind of have something to talk about before I came on, you know. So it's like a full circle moment right now. Um, yeah, like I said, YouTube agency, we're working with like some of the biggest clients or some of the biggest accounts on here, helping them transition from Twitter to YouTube. And uh, that's kind of what I'm working on right now. I mean, we could dive into like my history and my background and stuff if you want to. But as far as like what I do and, and what I'm doing right now, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, for sure. And also be specific with who you work with, because some people there's some people that might be on money Twitter that might not be listening here. They're from Instagram, TikTok or whatever um so you you work with specifically ceos is that correct that run online businesses or just to because yep. you never know who's listening right so who do you work with exactly when it comes to youtube mm-hmm, yeah ceos people who run agencies people who have big followings on twitter already like i said um i don't know if i really want to name drop some people that i have worked with yeah no, 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 yeah, no name drop needed but just kind of get an, uh, an idea you know mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it's like basically all the the big accounts on money twitter who either own agencies coaching programs have like a lot going on and they want to start expanding onto youtube you know a lot of these guys are like really big on twitter and they're getting all their business from twitter but like there's a whole scene on youtube that they haven't tapped into yet so that's kind of where i came in and i helped bridge the gap to to help them transition onto there that's awesome that's awesome and so how long are you, is editing something you've always done like i'm curious like where did the idea come from have you been doing this like you know editing here and there for a while for a couple of years or Money's- were you running all my business before like how does you know this let's dive into your story bro and just kind of go from there yeah funny story i've never been an editor before this uh like it's not been my thing but i'll just go back so youtube has always been my thing um i kind of started in online business back like when I was around like 19 or so, I dropped out of college and I was like, yo, this isn't for me. And at the time, like all the like the moguls or whatever online were like Ty Lopez, Gary Vee was just coming out, Grant Cardone, those guys, those guys. And they were like pushing, starting online business, starting online business. So uh, at the time, I didn't really know what to do. I didn't know how to actually run a business, you know. So I just like kind of figured it out as I went along. And the one thing that I was passionate about was like YouTube and music. Like I was super into music and that's kind of where I got my start in online business. And uh, <clears throat> basically back then built the channel up in the music niche and I was selling digital products while also making money from like AdSense. And like, that was like my first business. And since then I've just been building up YouTube channels. I've had like 
a bunch of YouTube channels in different niches. Like around this time last year, I just made an MMA channel for fun. Like the very first video I made hit a million views. And then from there, I found Money Twitter and I was like, yo, I could help business owners do this, you know? And um, yeah, that's that's the, the gist of it. I mean, there's a lot that there's a lot more. I don't know how deep you want to get, but that's kind of how I got started in this whole thing. Um, so, yeah. Sick. So when you say you've been deep into YouTube, was like, was did you see yourself becoming like a YouTuber? Like what are the, or? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like back what, in the day, I used to initially? Back in the day, I used to want to kind of be like an influencer, like, but I, like being a young kid, like 19, 20, bro, I didn't have anything to talk about. I didn't have, like I hadn't built businesses at that point yet. So I, I didn't really want to like put myself out there like that. So I just started building like faceless channels, like niche channels kind of. And um, yeah, I grew like in the music niche, I grew multiple channels. One channel hit like 40K subs and basically every single video I was promoting a digital product and I had video, I had one video that hit like 4 million views. I had like dozens of video six figure views and they were all like promoting digital products. Like, so I was making like sales on the back end plus AdSense revenue. And uh, that's what I did for like a few years from like 2016 up until like 2019, 2020. And like, I was just heavy into YouTube, like back then, like building different channels and different niches, monetizing them like super quick, building digital products on the back end. And that, that's kind of what I did for a while. And then in like 2020, I like tried to get into e-com because I was like blowing up at the time during the pandemic uh, and that kind of failed. <laughs> and then um, fast forward a couple years later, I kind of fell back on my YouTube roots and uh, started this YouTube agency and it just like popped off right away. Like, like, like a gold mine type thing. It was pretty crazy. What, what would you say were some key components to, to that success? Like, you know, having a business that gets, gets, you know, up and going that quickly. Uh, for the agency, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. For the agency. Well, definitely having expertise and like a skill set. you know, uh, like you need to have some type of hard skills if you want to, have that like that success fast a lot of guys are just starting out and they don't have any actual skills you know they're just trying to make something work so i had that skill set but also like knowing how to provide value bro this is huge and this is something i definitely wanted to talk about like a lot of guys on here you see like trying to get clients and trying to like start their agency off bro like they're just like cold dming people like asking with their hands out like like will you be my client will you be my client but they're like nobody's nobody knows how to provide value bro like if you want to dive into the story of how I even got my first client and how this whole thing kicked off, and I think it's it'll help a lot of people out. Let's, let's, let's dive into it. Okay, so basically around this time last year, uh, maybe March, April, May, I joined uh, Wizard Ecom's Utopia because I, I just I just seen it on Twitter and I was like, uh, I don't even know what a marketing agency is necessarily. I don't know anything about this, but I just joined like spur of the moment type thing. And I saw that he was like trying to kick off his YouTube channel and his thumbnails were all right. His videos were all right. He was just getting like a couple hundred views per video. I'm like, yo, bro, I DM'd him and I'm like, yo, I could help you out with this. Like, I know how to take your channel to the next level. And instead of just like cold pitching him, I basically made him a YouTube banner avatar. I made him like four or five thumbnails for free. I gave him like video ideas for free. And then he, he like loved all of that. Like he was super hyped about it. And um, basically he said like, on my next hiring round, I'll, I'll hire you, but I can't hire you right now. So like over the next month or two, I just kept giving him, like I kept following up with value, like giving him video ideas, like ways to retitle his videos, 
um, ways to boost his engagement. And like after doing that for like a month or two, he's just like, yo, you know what? I'm going to hire you. He gave me an opportunity. And like that was my first client in this space. And like I just I crushed it for him. And uh, he liked all the work I did for him all because like and that whole relationship was born all because of that, because I was providing value to him first. You know, I didn't go to him asking with my hand out. What do I do? What do I do? Can you like give me money? Like, like I, I went, I solved his problems first and then a relationship was built. And then from then he referred me to people and then those people referred me to other people and everything just kind of took off, bro. Like even to this day, I still don't have a website or a VSL or anything. Literally just all referrals. That's wild. But it's also a couple of things. It's, you know, you're giving them an amazing customer experience. And if happy clients equal more business, you know what I mean? That really satisfied clients with great results equal tons of more business. You know what I mean? So, exactly. and so also I just want to kind of shine in. Were you, were you making money online full time? Like, did you never have to work a job or cause I mean, you were making a little bit of money through the infra products or was it full time <laughs> once you started doing your YouTube agency? Like, yeah, so this is a uh, interesting. So back when I first started that, originally like back 2016 to 2020 2016 i dropped out of college and i was making no money bro i was broke and like for an entire year i was just grinding trying to figure out how to make that business work and eventually like the summer of either the summer of 2016 or the summer of 2017 everything just popped off and like i started making pretty good money um i was like 20 20 21 or something like that making like five six seven thousand dollars a month and i was working like two hours a day bro like it was crazy um to this day that, that business model was still like super super good um so for like from i'd say 2016 to 2020 i didn't work a job i was just full-time building youtube channels and then once that kind of died out i was like i kind of lost passion for it and uh i just took a step back and started like exploring different parts of life you know i started like figuring like looking into like health and like nutrition and like different stuff and not as focused on making money so like during those two years from like 2020 up until around last year, I was kind of like working odd jobs. I was going to start a window cleaning business. I was thinking about going to school to become an electrician, like all these different kind of things popped up in my head. Um, I actually enrolled in, in school to be an electrician, like literally this time last year. And I went for like a week and then one of my videos on YouTube hit a million views while I was there and I just dropped out. I'm like, yo, this isn't for me. Um, so like for those two years, I was kind of just working odd jobs. And then uh, ever since like May of last year, I've just been doing this full time and I'm, I've been running it up. That's dope, man. And so I may, I'm, I'm guessing you've been able to scale and make a lot more since you kind of went all in with the YouTube agency. Um, and so how how is it, you know, kind of like running a, a YouTube agency? Like, is it... Um, do you manage a lot of people? Are you running more like a lean team? You don't got to get into the nitty gritty of like how you run your operations, but I'm just curious of how like your day to day looks like uh, running this type of business. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's still like an ongoing process. I started out just me. Uh, it's been a pretty lean team. I have like a couple editors that I'm working with and uh, I'm working with like two, three people, like a very lean team, but I'm, I'm planning on building that out pretty soon um day-to-day -day operations is like basically we create like content ideas for clients and we edit the videos handle the thumbnails manage the channel for them so it's like quite a lot there's a lot of moving pieces 
Um, like I said, I have a couple of people helping me and I have a, have a pretty lean team, but pretty soon here I'm, I'm looking to onboard and train and hire more people because that's been like one of the hardest parts about this whole thing for me. I've never had to like build an actual team, you know? And when you start building a team for real, like not just like somebody helping you out, like and you actually have people on salary and you have people that are depending on you. It's like, it's a whole different ball game, you know? So that's kind of what I'm diving into right now and learning how to do right now. So turning this into a real business that could like operate without me, you know, that's, yeah. For sure. For sure. And, and why do you do what you do? Like, why do I do what I do? Yeah. Why do I, why do I do the YouTube agency or just online business in general? Oh, yeah, online business in general. Because, bro, I think a lot of people in this space kind of speak on it. Like, just the opportunity is crazy, man. Like, it's it's one of the like even to this day, I'm so surprised. There's so many people that aren't tapped into like the power of the internet. You know what I mean? And like how scalable it is, and how it could change your life. And kind of, I feel uh -huh. like we could get kind of deep here, but like. I feel like almost the system, like the traditional system is kind of like failing and it just doesn't fit a lot of people's needs, especially now with like inflation and like real estate prices and like, yo, you can't survive out here on a regular job, bro. Like in my opinion, building like a business, especially like an online business is like, it's almost like a spiritual thing. You know what I mean? Like it takes you to like the next level. It gives you freedom. That That's why I do what I do. Freedom. <laughs> if I had to sum it up. For sure, bro. It's actually insane too, because you're like, you probably see other people who are around your age, you know, who went to school and kind of doing their own thing, and you're like, oh my gosh, like this could have been me, type of thing. And not saying, mm -hmm. not talking shit to anybody, but it's like, you probably wanted a different reality for yourself, and therefore, kind of acted on Always, it, and yeah. kind of persevered, you know, because it seems like it's been a lifelong journey. It's not been something you've been popped up a year ago. A hundred percent. Am I right or? Yeah, hundred percent. Like I said, since that day that I dropped out of college when I was like nineteen, I, I, it's been since that day that I've been figuring it out. You know, uh, but yeah, it's definitely it's intense. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And would you say like there's some like how, how do you discover like Twitter as well, like that corner of Twitter? Because I mean, you discovered Utopia, and was this through Twitter? Or was this through somewhere else? <laughs> and for the people that don't know, what what is it? What's it about? Yeah. So money Twitter is like, it's like a space on Twitter where basically it's just a bunch of entrepreneurs. You know what I mean? Every, every kind of person making money in every different industry. How I found it was I was actually like during 2020 to 2021, I was kind of getting into e-com and, uh, last year I was working with this, this big YouTuber. He's in the e-com space and I was actually helping him launch an NFT project on YouTube. And I just found him. We kind of connected through Instagram. And like, I just started following him on Twitter. And then all of a sudden I started getting recommended like people like Wiz of Ecom and I started getting recommended like the big accounts and stuff like that. And again, I just wasn't fully tapped in at that time, but uh, that's literally how I found it. And then I found Wiz and then I joined the Utopia and then I just started following all these people and um, posting threads and stuff. And once I started getting traction on my threads, like people like you started DMing me and I started making like way more connections. And now I'm like fully immersed in this space. I'm like, you know, connected with a lot of the big accounts here and, helping them out and building relationships. And it's been like, been a crazy journey. It's been a crazy year to say the least. For sure. Have you ever thought about what would happen or where would you be right now if you've never discovered that space? Bro, if I never joined Wizz's, if I never joined the Utopia, like none of this would happen. It's actually insane. Like the butterfly effect of things. 
um, I'd probably still be doing something. I'd probably be running my own YouTube channel and who knows, maybe that would even, maybe that would be even bigger than what I'm doing now. Who knows? But, um, yeah, it's definitely crazy to see like how one decision can impact your life and completely change the path you're on, you know? It's actually crazy. Like, I don't know when you, were you able even like, you know, doing, cause you were a lot into, into music a lot. Is this something you've ever like want to like do, do again full time or? Was that something kind of left behind? I'm just curious. Because yeah. that seems to be like your passion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I kind of left it behind. It was my passion for a long time. Um, but like, I feel like also like music and like that whole space, like I was really into like the rap music and like hip hop. And I feel like when you're like a teenager coming up, like a young adult, a lot of people kind of go through that phase where you're like super into it. And just being in the industry, bro, like I was, I was heavy in the industry, bro. Like I was... At the time, like I knew a lot of people who ended up going to produce songs for like Juice World for like big artists, and like I thought that was the path that I was going to take. I thought I was going to be like a music producer or like have a media company in the music space or something like that. But like towards the end of it, bro, I was just I kind of got really burnt out, and I realized like rap, like that whole scene is just super toxic, and it didn't align with like my values. You know, like I really enjoy like health and like becoming your best and strongest version of yourself and that that scene is just very toxic it's like a lot of drugs a lot of like toxic uh behaviors and stuff like that and it just didn't align with like what my values are you know so i, I that's why i took a step back from it and i kind of figured out another way and uh i'm glad i did because yeah I'm, I'm very happy with where i am right now for sure bro and then your goal is to achieve freedom but also i'm sure to live a you know, wholesome, high quality life as well. And a key component of that is your environment, you know, 100%. And so if your work environment is unhealthy, well, guess what? It's going to have a massive impact on you. Like mm -hmm. in every aspect, you know what I mean? A hundred percent. That's why I made, that's exactly why I made the switch. And so, you know, I'm sure you were like, it's very, the music space, like music industry, it's very social. Like you're always working or meeting with a lot of people. But now the online business is like a complete opposite. You're probably working at a desk by yourself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So how is that uh, transition? You know what I mean? And well, are you naturally actually, someone who's like quite quiet or yeah, go ahead? Even even back then, like it was a lot, a lot, like a lot of it was online. Like still I would meet up with people and like, you know, do my thing. But like it's always kind of been online. Like I've always had this passion for online business. Um, definitely like working alone on your laptop is sometimes like like it's not not the funnest thing in the world but again like the people i'm working with now like i'm in constant communication with people i'm hopping on client calls i'm building my team so it's like i'm surrounding myself with like a bunch of killers and people who are like way ahead of where i am you know like all my clients bro are like 10 times ahead of me so it's like even if i am behind my laptop it's it's been nice it's been it's definitely been a good experience and I'm like learning a ton and yeah, it's just, it's been good. For sure. It's exposing you to like another, another world as well. And then you are to some of the people you surround yourself with. And especially if it's like online or on calls, right. And they're probably, you can learn stuff from them as well, from experiences that they've gone through running big, big businesses as well. So yeah. that's, that's so dope, you know, having high quality clients dude, and really cool people to work with is like the best, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was just listening to this, uh, Instagram from uh, I don't know if you know Nick Rogers on Twitter Yep Yeah, he had a an Instagram video where he was talking about exactly this like surrounding yourself with people who are just a bit ahead of you and it kind of gives you like this this like 
awareness ex expansion moment, right? Where you could see beyond what your current lifestyle is and you could see what people who are doing bigger things than you, like what they're living like and what their experience is like. And naturally like that affects you and that affects your perspective and the way you view the world. And um, that's been huge, bro. Like seeing what some of these guys are doing, like people who are running 100K, 200K a month businesses, seeing what their lifestyle is, what their thought processes are, how productive they are, like their daily routines, like how hard on themselves they are, like all this stuff, it's completely transformed, like the way I work and the way I live. And uh, definitely like changed my perspective on what's possible, you know? Like I'm doing, like I said, I'm doing pretty well right now, but man, I'm like, I could be doing 10 times better. And just surrounding yourself with people who are doing bigger things and you are gonna push you to that. And uh, I think that's super important. And is that something that you want to do? Would you want to do something that's that much bigger? Yeah, hundred percent scale. Or like, what's what's your? Because uh, I remember we talked not too long ago, and then like I'm I'm just curious on what your vision is, with wh where you want to take this. Because I do see like you have like limitless potential with like I'm telling you with your agency, dude, because you do good work, yeah. you know. So yeah, that's kind of something that I've been going back and forth with, because I definitely do want to. I definitely do want to get to the point where I'm able to hit like a hundred K month, 200 K months, like 100%. That's where I want to go. And sometimes like, I'm still trying to figure out how to get there. Cause with the agency bro, like YouTube agency, it's very different than most agencies. Like there's so many moving pieces. It's a lot more personal on the client's end because like just sitting in front of a camera for 10 minutes is a lot harder than just like, you know, whipping out your camera for a short form clip or something or posting a Twitter thread. And like there's thumbnails involved, there's video edits, then there's project management, then there's like creative direction and content strategy. So there's like so many moving pieces that I'm honestly not sure if this vehicle is going to be the vehicle that gets me to that point, you know? So I've been kind of going back in, and forth in my head, trying to figure out what I want, what, like what I want to do and like what's the best vehicle if, if I even am in the right vehicle. Because obviously like this agency, like there's crazy demand. Everybody wants everybody like wants it but it's to scale it that high it's just going to be it's, it's, a, it's a challenge and that's kind of what i'm dealing with right now that's my biggest problem right now and what i'm kind of working on is figuring out either how to scale this thing or if is this even the right vehicle do i you know switch vehicles and um definitely though my vision is to build something bigger than me and and to hit those numbers one day to, to get like crazy financial freedom you know, not just like 10K a month, 20K a month. Um, and I'm still figuring it out, to be honest with you. You yeah, know, for sure. That's an honest, uh, it's very honest. And yeah. earlier you said, I asked you why you're doing what you're doing and you told me freedom. And when you say freedom, what do you mean by that? Like what comes to mind when you think of freedom to you specifically? Definitely being in control of my time, my environment, what I want to create. Like, I've always been the type of person, I don't know about you, but like in school, like, bro, I hated like being at a certain place at a certain time. I never did well in jobs because I, yeah, I, I can't do that, bro. So like that and, and just like being able to create and live the life that I want to live, you know, like having autonomy over myself and not being dictated by like a boss or a schedule or anything, like even like a government, like if something happened, like, I don't know, just like literally anything just being being able to be autonomous and make my own decisions when i want to how i want to and just living the life that i want to live that's that's kind of 
the gist of it. That's awesome. Yeah, no, dude, I'm telling you, dude, all that's going to become a reality. And it is already in the process of becoming a reality. It's just, it's already, it, no, it's already your reality. Just time just catching up. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, time just catching up. That's it. That's it. And so, I don't know, like when it comes to, um, I want to ask you more questions when it comes to, you know, any tips for anybody right now who just might not have the budget to, to hire you, for example, but does want to get started when it comes. Yeah, I want to get your personal opinion on, um, you know, people who are running a business or even getting a personal brand started on YouTube. Like, why should people start creating YouTube videos? You know, it sounds like a dumb question, but I'm genuinely curious and I want to pick your brain on this. Yeah, bro. I mean, look at all the biggest business and entrepreneurs in our generation, bro. Gary Vee, Grant Cardone, Ty Lopez, Iman Gaji, um, Alex Ramosi, bro. None of them would be where they are if it wasn't for YouTube. YouTube is like probably the, along with like Instagram, I'd say, are like the two most scalable platforms where there's just the most eyes. And not only that, like specifically with YouTube, because it's like long form and people are like super honest on YouTube and stuff. Like that's the best platform where you could create a connection with your audience. You know, like people feel like they get to know you. Like, especially if you see like big YouTubers, not even in the business space, like, like gaming YouTubers or whatever. Um, like whenever they have like fans come up to them, it's like these fans know who they are, even though they've never met them because of how much time they spent with them, like watching them and stuff. So it's super important. In my opinion, it's one of the most important platforms if you're a business owner, because you build that raw connection with your audience. And like, if you do want to sell something along the way, or you want to like monetize or like you, you ever have a ask, you know, you ask your audience for something like that's the highest converting platform if you did it right. And, um, as far as like advice for people who want to start on YouTube, I would say one, you have to be like authentic. You have to be yourself, honest. Obviously it helps if you've built something, if you've done something that the average person hasn't done. That's kind of where people really blow up fast um, and just sharing your journey, sharing your, your expertise and kind of teaching people and bringing them along the way on how to get from point A to point B um, from the like experience that they've had building their thing. So that's if that answers you. I'm not sure if that answers your question, but uh, yeah, I kind of lost my train of thought there. No worries, no worries. I got another one coming up. So what is things you know what are some of the biggest mistakes you see like personal brands just starting out or business owners who are like an actual expert in what they're in their industry what are some, some mistakes that they're doing uh when starting out their youtube channel like very obvious mistakes that you've seen that they might not pick up on i would say a lot of people think you have to have like these clickbait thumbnails and titles and like do all this extra stuff when in reality if you just honestly editing it's not even really necessary, bro. Like if you just went on there and told your story and, and told your experience of how you built X, how you went from like a regular person to millionaire, whatever it is, like if you just literally turn the camera on and record yourself telling that story, like it would work because people, people like the audience, bro, people aren't dumb. Like people, people's BS radar is like higher than it's ever been. Right. When you're like kind of just doing something for the views or you, you're kind of crafting the video in a way where you think this is going to get views instead of being authentic. I think that's the biggest mistake you can make because people could see right through that. Right. Like, so just being authentic is like the number one thing in my opinion. 
Definitely. Wouldn't wouldn't you see the thumbnails help though, or do, do, that's yeah, just you, an add on to the process? Hundred percent, they help, but like, it, it just depends how you go go about it. Like, just keeping it simple, clean, and easy to understand. Like, you don't need to overdo it with all these like different like faces you're making and like all these different colors and all these different things that people like put in there thinking it's gonna get views. You know, like the soy face, you know the one with yeah. the mouth open all the time. You see yeah. that all. <laughs> But exactly. it, it seems to be working, but I think I feel like I don't know. I don't think it's it's necessary though. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I think one thing that you you're probably big on is also okay. You can have the best thumbnail, the best title on earth, but the content actually needs to be good. Exactly. You know I mean? mm -hmm. And I think that because that's actually what keeps people watching. Because what are some of the things like that? Like like on YouTube. I'm I'm no expert, but I'm guessing some of the biggest things that determine if a video is going to go viral. And, and tell me if I'm wrong, right? But it's like the click-through rate. If people click, how, how many people click on it, and then how long people watch the video. And I think there might be mm -hmm. something else, right? Or those are like the two main metrics people talk about. But again, it's like all nuance. Like, like yeah, videos that do well tend to have higher click-through rates and tend to have higher watch like view durations. But there's a lot of videos that do well that have low click-through rates and don't have that long view duration. So literally, bro, the only thing that's making people watch your videos is if they want it, like they're interested in the idea you're talking about. Like that's literally all it comes down to. If you have like a good video idea, if you have a topic that you that other people actually want to hear about, you could have the worst thumbnail on earth. Like you see it all the time, videos with a million views that have like garbage thumbnails. Like, like yeah, it helps for sure. It definitely helps. And it definitely helps you like position yourself as like an authority figure. You don't want to be out here like with horrible thumbnails and stuff. But like at the end of the day, bro, it's all about the video idea and talking about ideas that people actually want to hear, like actually are interested in, you know? Would you say that comes down to understanding your market and who you're speaking to? Yeah, it's definitely a lot about understanding. Also just like psychology, right? Like if you kind of reverse engineer your video idea, like, and kind of think to yourself, would I watch this if I was somebody just scrolling? Or is it just kind of like a fluff idea that you're just putting out there to, to get content out, you know? Um, I think I think like thinking from that perspective, like reverse engineering and, and genuinely like being honest with yourself, like would you watch this? Is this something you would be interested in if you saw this on your feed? That's like one of the, the best tests you could do um, before you upload a video, in my opinion. For sure, for sure. Because you're putting yourself in the shoes of the the viewers or the potential viewers. And just being super straight up because most people you know and, and would you say like the um, like what about like um, this is another thing i'm curious about like when it comes to um the length of the video does it matter mm -hmm. should it be 20 minutes 10 minutes should you do strictly long format how long should you go you know what i mean the, or all of that doesn't matter really yeah i don't think it really matters it's again it just all comes back down to the idea that you're talking about um people pop off with short videos long videos it's it, it's really just the idea and kind of talking about things that people are genuinely interested in in my opinion and what about the frequency of posting is that is that a thing on youtube where you should be posting x amount of times per month or once a week only and stick to that or is that kind of bs it's uh it's very it's different you know it depends on your audience it depends on the types of videos you make for example like you see people like Sebastian Georgiou, they kind of like, and like Iman and them, 
they make like really high quality videos. So they kind of spread their videos out to like once a week or once a month even. And they don't flood their, they don't just like flood content. Like the whole point is just making good content, bro. If you could pump out really good content daily then do it, but it's extremely hard to do. And in my opinion, it, like it'd be better to just focus on creating the best videos, even if that takes you, even if that take, even if that's like once a week, even Mr. Beast, bro, he even says there's points where he's uploaded like once a month or whatever, because he just wants to make sure the content is good. You know, that's the biggest thing is just having good content. So however long it takes you to make good content, uh, just roll it, roll it out like that. For sure. Cause I know some people might be listening right now. Like, uh, I should wait because this is the thing is there's a lot of limiting beliefs around like starting a YouTube channel, you know, because mm -hmm. it's like longer format and you tell yourself like, I don't know, you know, naturally people compare themselves to, to those the guys who have like the top notch cameras and like the best thumbnails and you're like, oh, I shouldn't even get started because there's like, like, there's no way I'm going to get views. There's no way I'm going to get started. So what would you tell anybody right now who wants to start being a creator? you know mm -hmm. like uh, yeah. a piece of advice for him to actually which would you know pretty much sell sell let's say you're selling a kid who's on a journey right now to actually start a youtube channel you know and then why it's yeah. actually worth worth doing i'd say two things um one when you don't have like the fancy camera equipment and you don't have money to invest in like thumbnails and like crazy good production just focus on authenticity focus on your message focus on how you can provide value that alone will take you like super far two would be even if you you have to set your expectations right like you're not going to pop off right away you're not going to be getting views right away and if you're just starting out like you have to think and look and like be able to like look ahead and be like a year from now i could look back and see like my entire journey and when you do pop off for example if it takes you like two three years to like really get some traction or whatever like all your subscribers if you have hundreds of thousands of subscribers, all your subscribers could go back on all your old videos and kind of look, watch your journey. And, and that kind of makes it more authentic and more real, right? Because you're actually doing the thing that you're talking about. You're not, you know, you're not just some fake person that just popped up out of nowhere. They could actually see your journey and that makes them trust you even more. So two things, yeah. First is just focus on providing value. And second is just set your expectations because it's not going to work right away. And it's going to be a lot of testing but once you figure it out, like you figure it out. And once you get some traction, it's kind of like anything. It's like Twitter. It's like your first zero to a thousand followers or whatever, the hardest. As soon as you get some traction, it's like everything just kind of builds off each other and compounds. So you just got to have that, that mindset when you go into it, that it's not going to work right away and just provide value. And if you do those two things, you're, you'll be good. For sure. And I feel like having a following on YouTube is probably one of the most powerful things you could do mm -hmm. the following you have you you've established so much trust and authority like because people who watch you long like if you're able to sell people on watching your content for 30 minutes straight like if you're able to do that with like like even 200 people that's insane you know what i mean and yeah, imagine you exactly. do that at scale and then you mm -hmm. do that on a weekly basis it's like like you said earlier people literally feel like they know you that's why like for example like i, I hate using this example but like for example, Logan Paul, right? He he started like a like a e-com brand, right? I think he started he he want launch some merch and literally yeah. made like a million dollars. Like I yeah, think bro, Prime. He just like signed right a deal with UFC, bro. He just signed a deal with UFC for Prime. Everything is built off the back of his YouTube channel. 
how insane is that? And there's like other creators as well who aren't even that big, but are like killing it, you know? Oh, another thing too I wanted to tap into. There's a lot of creators that you might have come across that aren't, you know, might not have the best marketing brain, but they're like amazing creators and they know how to create great videos that gain a lot of traction, but they don't really know how to create an offer and, mm. you know, pretty much package an offer and sell it to their audience. And they're therefore mm. pretty much, they don't know how to monetize their audience, but they know how to build an audience through their content, yeah. you know? And so have you, have you been seeing that pattern and what do you think about oh, that? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Dude, this is very interesting because this is actually an offer that I was thinking about running is uh, like monetizing people's audiences. Cause like you said, bro, there's actually like a vast majority of creators, whether it's YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, they know how to create content, but like you said, they don't know how to monetize it. And like, bro, like keep, these guys are losing out on so much money. Like people with, 100,000, 200,000, 300,000 subscribers. And they're kind of just relying on like AdSense and stuff and maybe like some promo here and there. But like, imagine if they had like an e-com brand or like a course on how to become a YouTuber or like something, you know, like, like there's so many people contrary to that, that do know how to monetize. Not so many people, but there are a few people who are making like six figures a month just off their course that they plug in the top of their description because like they've built that audience, they've built that trust and it's like, it's organic. And like the audience could see that it works because these guys are doing crazy numbers on YouTube. So like, why wouldn't they buy their course? You know, everybody wants to know how to do that. So that it's, it's definitely a pattern I've seen. And it's, it's a very interesting topic to dive into and maybe something I'll explore in the future. Like as far as launching my own offers in that area. That's what I'm saying, bro. I've actually looked into it because I was thinking about it as well. And I was like, oh my God, like these guys are sitting on an absolute gold mine and not leveraging Mm -hmm. at all like they have no so easy. email list they have no nothing you know what i mean it would be oh my gosh it would be insane and like exactly like people like us bro like it's so easy for us to just go build a store like build like an email list for them or whatever like create a course like it's not that hard to just do that it's like a one-time thing you build it and you charge like an upfront fee you take a percentage of the profits and it's like bro it's a uh, definitely an insane yeah, opportunity right there Easily. And this is the thing too, is you wouldn't even have to market it that well. Like if the product itself is good, let's say if it's a course, let's say it's an info, info product, right? Or it's a coaching program, whatever it may be, mm -hmm. right? Or a cohort, right? Or it's like a group coaching. If the product itself is good, right? You do not have to market it that hard because the audience already trusts you. You have the audience that they're probably, you know, they've been waiting for you to probably sell them something too. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like, that would literally be done. Like the lead gen is like covered pretty much. And at that bro, point, like, you have to do, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't, not to be cynical, but bro, the product doesn't even have to be good at that point. Like if these guys have that audience, you could literally just slap anything up there and it's going to make crazy amounts of money. Like obviously if the product's good, it's going to like 10, 10x of what it would do, you know? But it's like, man, yeah. definitely a crazy opportunity. If anybody's listening and you're looking for an offer, bro, I'd, I'd, I'd look into that. For real, for real. And then, because, oh my God. And this is nothing too. Some of these guys, this is nothing too I wanted to ask you, like regarding YouTube. Do you think it's a little bit dangerous? I mean, I don't think YouTube's going anywhere whatsoever, but depending on have like having all your fan base all on YouTube and not having some type of email list, especially if you mm -hmm. have like some type of personal brand or whatever, you know, like thinking, you know, especially if you have like a big personal brand, oh, yeah. not having an email list, do you think that's kind of a risk or what do you think about that? yeah it kind of ties into like everything we've been saying right like you look at people like sneeko or like people like tate or whatever like who've been getting canceled and their channels get taken down like 
if if you don't have any backup, like another thing you could do to monetize is side thing that just popped in my head, like build a community, build a Discord community. That's like one of the biggest things you could do for your YouTube channel, um, like in your niche and, and kind of funnel everybody there. So if your channel does go down, if anything does happen, you have that that whole fan base kind of like at your fingertips still, you know, like there's no disconnect there. And it, 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 I mean, as far as being dangerous, like as far as like a risk of YouTube going away or whatever, I don't think it's going going away anytime soon, but it's definitely smart to um, funnel your audience, funnel everybody into a separate community somewhere, whether that's Discord, whether that's an email list or a Telegram even. Um, I think that's really important. And uh, also like what we were talking about earlier, like having that YouTube audience, like it's so powerful because it also spills over to all your other socials, right? Like you plug in your Instagram, you plug in your Twitter, your TikTok, those are all going to blow up too. So I think that's really important is, is kind of uh, funneling that audience to your socials, to a community. And um, yeah, that's definitely something that's interesting. And again, that's a whole nother offer people could run is building like a community for creators. Yep, for sure. Because you're building an asset for them, literally. Like even if it's like mm -hmm. an email list or if it's like a Discord group or whatever, like the thing to here's another idea too. You could get them into a free Discord community, give them a bit of value, and then you could upsell them onto like a monthly subscription for like four nine dollars or ninety nine dollars per month, where you would do like the creator does like two weekly two 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 monthly calls where he does like Q and A's and there's like a few mm -hmm. video course modules. And then from then Let's say you have, let's say, I don't know, let's say you got 5,000, let's say you got 50,000 people in the free one, right? And yeah. let's say, let's say you got 100,000, right? Absolutely. Let's, yeah. let's say only 5,000 um, from the free group decide to upgrade into the one that's $49 a month. You're making $245,000. Uh, I just did the math right now on the calculator. You're doing $245,000 a month. Money printer, bro. How yeah, crazy dude, is this that? Is Listen, I have an exact example of that. Do you, I don't know if you know Sebastian Esqueda. He's like a Sebastian Esqueda and Sebastian yep. Georgiou. They're like e-com YouTubers. Bro, they kind of partnered yep. up and they made this like free Discord community. They have like 200,000 plus people in there, bro. 200,000 people in this community. And they're building a course on the back end of that. And they're going to funnel all those people into this course. Dude, these guys are going to make millions of dollars off the back end of that. Off their YouTube audience. Yeah, they're they're going to print. They're gonna That's print, insane, you know another dude. good another one too. What's his name? I think it was um Luca Nets. I don't know if you know him. He yeah. had this type of like um this Discord group where it was teaching people about stocks, investment, like trading, like like teaching them skills and then and I think it was like ninety nine dollars a month. And I believe he had like twenty two thousand people, which is insane. So Jeez. technically he was making over yeah, over like two over two million dollars a month. That's from insane. How, how fucking insane is that, eh? Bro, honestly, so, that, that might that might be an idea I tap into after this podcast. I'm not gonna lie, I got some some thoughts flowing. It's very interesting. Yeah, bro. yeah, because I know like some people who are really good at building discords, and they just so I'll, I I feel I'll, I won't mind. You know, I could connect you. Um, but you know, you have the idea, you organize it in the right way, you you understand how you could upsell them you know and then they get yeah, their no they, brain, they get bro. something valuable they get something super valuable they get more a network they get closer access to the mm -hmm. to, to to that dude you know what i mean to that creator and then they also get more value from you know the modules or whatever that would be in there <clears throat> it's such a yeah. no-brainer
It's such an and nightmare. also and it's, you don't dude, even think about how many. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, uh, like also you don't even have to do this in the business space, bro. Like I had an MMA channel, like, and this was something I was gonna do with the MMA channel, bro. I was making like high quality like documentary and like type videos in the MMA space, and I was like blowing up, bro. One video got a million views. Like imagine if you got a channel like that, like that makes UFC videos to like 100, 200, 3,000 views. You create a Discord community about MMA and UFC, bro. You could host like watch parties in there. You could link your merch in there, give discounts to merch. You could have like affiliate links with like bet, um, like betting sponsorships and all that stuff. Like, bro, there's so much money to be made in funneling your audience into a community. And that's definitely, it's definitely something that's untapped, bro. I'm glad we kind of touched on this. Dude, dude, there's like billions. Dude, I would, I'm, 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 I'm going to say there's trillions of untapped dollars right now because people aren't doing stuff like this. I know because the the creator economy is absolutely massive. But think about imagine if you if every creator you would add a guy who have who has like a semi good marketing rate. This is the crazy thing about it too. Because if you have a creator who's able to garner attention, you could have a guy who's not even that good at marketing, who's like semi good. He semi knows what he's doing. And they would still absolutely print. Mm-hmm. How insane is that? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that kind of goes back to why audience building audience is one of the most important things you could do in 2023. Like it's literally like a superpower. Like you need to be building your audience in some way, shape or form. And like that is freedom. Like having an audience is freedom. Having an audience is your own income stream. It's like you're completely autonomous, bro. You're not dependent on anybody. Like and you have it for life if you do it properly if you're authentic and you actually build a connection like that's for life bro like even if you disappear for five years and you come back five years later there's still going to be a good chunk of people that know who you are and will come back you know so it's definitely uh definitely interesting it's also the ultimate when i think about it, it's the ultimate business card dude like when people type in your name or you type in your company name and they see your youtube videos it's just like it speaks for itself you know what i mean yeah so it's people like, throw money at you bro that's it. That's it. So, anyways, Tristan, this conversation, uh, we, we, we've been talking so far. I don't know, dude. It's been going pretty quickly, but I think almost an hour now. Um, but I think I had, oh, yeah, I had this other question regarding people who are just getting started on YouTube. I'm also, guys, I'm also asking these as personal questions. So, because I'm asking, because I'm curious, <laughs> regarding um, people who aren't always comfortable on camera mm. for example because i have oh i know this dude who runs like it's like really big brick and mortar businesses i guarantee you if he started a youtube channel he would blow the fuck up right but mm-hmm. he doesn't feel that comfortable on camera and so do you have any tips any exercises think be i mean obviously the, the one would be just stop being a pussy and just film <laughs> you know what i mean but do you have any yeah. any tips for people to get more comfortable over time <clears throat> um on camera especially long form you know it's not short form so it's a little different ball game i would say reps like you just got to do it once do it twice third time will be even easier fourth time will be easier and like it's just about putting the reps in bro like like if it really makes you feel better like like you could control your environment you know like set up everything in the way that you want it set it up um and just kind of get the ball rolling once the ball's rolling like it's, it's just like anything bro you like it's like a skill that you develop it's a muscle that you develop and um i think it just comes down to putting in the reps for sure for sure well tristan i think we're gonna wrap it up soon um i don't want to hold you on too long because i'm sure you got other stuff to do today oh dude this has been 
a really good podcast. Um, yeah, this has for, been really fun, bro. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries. For for anyone that wants to get in touch with you, um, you know, potentially work with you as well, is, what's the best way to get in contact with you? Uh, hit me up on Twitter, Level Up Tristan. Uh, it's pretty much where all my business stuff is. I have an Instagram too, but Twitter is where you can find me and DM me, and uh, I'll get back to you there for sure. Sounds sounds good. So you guys, make sure you guys go follow uh, Tristan on Twitter. It's at Level Up Tristan um, on Twitter. I'll drop his ad on the show in the show notes as well, so you guys can just go hit him up. And uh, Tristan, dude, once again, appreciate you uh, giving you some giving us some of your time today and um it's been a pleasure and any last words for the for the listeners yes sir it's it's definitely been a pleasure thanks for having me bro like i said long time coming and uh as far as last words bro just again listen to what we said bro like take action on the advice that we talked about build an audience maybe like tap into that that conversation about offers that was like super super valuable right there and um yeah man just Build your business, bro. That, that's what freedom is. Build your business. That, that's my last words. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. Thank you guys again for listening. If you appreciate this podcast, make sure you could share with one friend um, who would gain some value from this. I'm sure you, a lot of your friends would gain value from this, actually. So, and once again, if you appreciate this, leave a review as well. And I'll see you guys uh, for, in the next podcast.